This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, joined by John Carlson of 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com, johnnysmartpoint.com, John Carlson. Uh, you're becoming quite a regular. I'm, I'm so glad because real estate is such a hot topic, always is, always has been, and I guess always will be. One of the headlines that jumped out at me this week, uh, John, Vancouver home sales heading for the best July total since 2017. Yes, yeah, and thank you. It's it's good to be back. It's it's good to be here on a regular basis because there's always uh, you know breaking news and new developments in the real estate industry. So you know, thanks for having me again. Uh, yeah, the stats, statistics. Let's talk about those. Um, July is shaping up to be a pretty good month. Do you think people have come out of their pandemic panic and are now getting off the fence and looking at buying and selling again? Certainly, these statistics over the last month or so have shown that. And I know when we talked before uh, we came on this afternoon on Vancouver Consumer, John, you said you were up till midnight working, so you're busy. Yeah, I, I absolutely am busy and I'm fortunate. You know, I've, I've been in the business quite a while and I have a lot of contacts and past clients and that sort of thing. So, you know, when the real estate market started to rebound, uh, maybe a little over a month ago, you know, I got busier again and I'm finding you know, statistically, my business is matching the real estate board statistics that are suggesting that, you know, this month of, uh, I think you said, uh, the best July since maybe 2017 in terms of the number of sales in Greater Vancouver. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely uh, experiencing a surge. And to answer your question, uh, you know, I've always kind of considered the return to the market would be one that would happen in tears, you know, uh, not not tears like crying, but, you know, tiered. <laughs> uh, there, there's a... With the people out there considering buying and selling, some of them have been frustrated and put things on the sideline. But there are, just like everything else, a certain number of people that are kind of ready to get back at it. And, you know, we started to see that about a month ago. And it would seem that more and more people are getting a little bit more comfortable in stepping out of their bubble a little bit, out of their protective zone, and venturing forth and, you know, getting back to business to some degree. Now, Everybody wants to do it safely, and there are definitely, uh, you know, protocols in place in terms of, you know, how to handle, uh, you know, business in a safe way to keep um, this virus from spreading. And we've talked about a lot of those things in the past shows, and those are carrying on. But yes, people are jumping back into the market. Interest rates are low. People don't want to wait forever. And, you know, a lot of people have personal motivations and good reasons why they may want to buy or sell a property in Greater Vancouver. So, Overall, very, very encouraging news. Um, the market continues to get stronger. The number of sales are up. And uh, I, for one, have been quite busy. What have you been seeing mostly? Is it a condo or single detached, townhome? Is there a segment that jumps out at you in terms of your practice that people are really keying on? Yeah, I, you know, I think right now um, the, the condo market is, is there. In a lot of segments, there, you know, there's a lot of inventory in some segments, and there are some issues with insurance and all that sort of thing, but they're affordable. So that, that market is doing fine. But what I'm really seeing um, you know, as a standout right now would be affordable detached properties, um, you know, half duplexes even, or townhomes that are in that affordable range. Uh, you know, for instance, I have one, we just firmed up the deal last night out in Surrey on 121A Avenue. That was a multiple offer situation the first day on the market, first week on the market. 
Um, I've had a couple of other multiple offer situations, one in Maple Ridge of a house. These are homes in the seven and $800,000 ranges that, uh, that show well. So right now, if you ask me, uh, I think there's a bit of a, of a rebound in the detached housing segment, particularly in the affordable segments. Uh, that's where a lot of this activity is happening. John Carlson of 2% Realty joining us on this edition of Vancouver Consumer at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. JohnnySmartPoint.com. JohnnySmartPoint.com or his direct number is 604-612-0080. I'm wondering aloud, John, and uh, you can answer this the best you know from the conversations you've had with both current clients, uh, clients and past clients. Do you, do you think the pandemic has caused us to think we don't want to live too close to our neighbors? I know that's an awful thing to say, but it's reality. And that's why you're seeing more people wanting to get a little separation in there and looking at affordable detached homes as opposed to uh, living wall to wall with your neighbors. You know, I've read um, things to that regard. Um, I have to think that might play a part in the market. I haven't seen it being a major, major factor, but maybe, you know, I just don't fully appreciate all the underlying motives of the people buying and selling right now. But um, I think that that's part of it. I think there's a certain segment of the population who feels that, um, you know, maybe it's not a good idea for the foreseeable future to be crowded in too much. And maybe people are looking at other options. But I, I would, if I had to guess, I would say that would be a relatively minor factor uh, that, you know, if this goes on a long time, that could increase over time. But overall, we've got strong fundamentals. We've got a balanced supply and demand. We've got low interest rates. We've got a return to the market from people who maybe would have acted earlier, but were frustrated and now they're jumping back in the market. And that's uh, giving us some numbers that are finally, you know, in line with the the 10-year averages in terms of sales volume, because, you know, for the past few months, we've been way below that. And so it's, it's really encouraging to see things come back. And as long as we can maintain business in a safe manner. I'm all for that, obviously. John Carlson, 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com, johnnysmartpoint.com. John's direct number is 604-612-0080. In a couple of moments, uh, we are going to get a comment or two from a client of John's. Uh, John did some outstanding work getting this couple uh, moved up the property ladder, and we're going to feature that couple in in just a moment. One of the articles I was looking at this week, John, uh, the movement towards the burbs, uh, because more and more people are now, I think, permanently going to be working out of their homes. Uh, they figure, well, I, you know, why would I waste uh, a commute? I can just work out of my home, and I can move to a more affordable place out in the burbs. I think that's got to be a strong consideration, and it looks like some of the figures in terms of sales in the burbs are proving that out. I think so. I, I think that's a trend, and, and that has been on the minds of some of the clients I've actually been dealing with lately. Um, you know, I think in all industries, ours, mine included, real estate business, there there seems to be, you know, to use an overused phrase, the new normal. And, um, you know, I think people are starting to recognize that real estate and other businesses uh, and the way that we go to work and the way that we handle our jobs is something that, that may have changed now for quite some time. And so um, I have actually, you know, in my own personal business, talked to many people who have said, you know, you know, I'm working from home more now than ever, so it's very important that I get enough space and I have uh, the room and the quiet spot to do these sorts of things. And suddenly, you know, proximity to an office downtown um, is not as important as carving out a space um, 
that you know that a person can be comfortable and have a little bit of room to handle work and home life in the same spot. So I'm seeing that trend, and I think that will probably continue for uh, the foreseeable future. John Carlson, 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com, johnnysmartpoint.com. John's direct number is 604-612-0080. Of course, if you own a place in uh, Metro Vancouver proper, John, and you buy in the burbs, a pretty good chance you're not playing on a level playing field. You can actually put some dollars in your jeans. Yeah, there are different markets with different price points, and uh, I've had the the luxury of working uh, recently with some clients who moved from higher price markets to lower price markets, and um, you know, out to the burbs, so to speak, and and they've been thrilled at uh, you know what they can get for their money. But I've also had people that have moved the other direction, and sometimes you know that can be a little bit of a challenge moving closer to town where the prices are, are going up. So, you know, people move all over for all kinds of different reasons, but um, the suburbs right now is relatively hot. And, and by that, I mean everything from, uh, you know, parts of Surrey and Burnaby and New Westminster, uh, Coquitlam, Maple Ridge. Um, these areas seem to be relatively active because pricing is in an affordable range where a relatively wide volume of potential buyers will qualify and again, the inventories have not fully bloomed like they would in a typical year. So the supply and demand ratios in some of those categories are really favoring, favoring sellers. And that's why in some of these properties, we're seeing multiple offers and full price offers and, and relatively quick sales. So if you're in that sort of segment, I think it's very important to make sure you've got a good experienced agent who knows the market well and can help you price accordingly. Because, uh, you know, I've got a couple of very recent stories and some of them are ongoing right now where statistically, uh, you know, an appraiser might stick a certain price on it, but we're trying a price that's noticeably higher given the fact that we're in a, in a surging uh, portion of the market and there's not a lot of activity and we're being successful at those higher prices. So if you're thinking of selling and, and maybe want to find out what's going on in your segment in the market right now and you want to maximize a sale, you know, feel free to give me a call and I'll, I'll give you my opinions on those things. 604-612-0080. 604-612-0080. John Carlson, 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com. Uh, price point is one of the key issues that struck recent clients of yours, and you, you really nailed it for Lynn and Craig, and we thought we'd ask Lynn for a comment or two on uh, how... John Carlson really worked a lot of good magic for uh, Lynn and her husband and family, uh, got moved from their Langley condo and bought a bigger townhome in Abbotsford. Uh, Lynn, tell us a little bit about uh, reaching out to John and the whole process. So we first reached out to John um, actually um, kind of early on in the, pa- in the pandemic um, to see, you know, whether or not it was a good time to be selling our place because we, you know, we were thinking about moving into something different. And, uh, you know, the process was great. He responded right away. We set up a meeting very quickly, and he really just talked, gave his really professional opinion about where he saw everything and felt that, you know, even though the market was a little bit slow, it still could be a good time. Um, so that, you know, that was really great. Um, and I think selling um, your own place can be a really emotional thing uh, for, for many people. And John was really, really good at just kind of coming with a lot of information about what was happening in the marketplace, uh, where the range of pricing was and everything, and was really help, 
helped us to really zone in on what he felt and and we felt would be a good price point. And um, that turned out to be really um, the right move, I think. Uh, We got a fair amount of uh, showings uh, quite early, um, even though the market was quite slow at that time. And, you know, within, uh, I think it was about two and a half weeks, we had an offer that, um, that we accepted and moved on from there. It's really important to understand kind of uh, kind of what the process is with with your realtor, um, how experienced they are. And John has a lot of experience. He's been in this business for a very long time, uh, knows a lot of the different areas. So I think it's important for a realtor to understand kind of what the market is in in your area, and um, what's realistic in terms of uh, price point. And and then the support that they will give you uh, throughout the process. And again, I mean, the support that John's given us has been really great. Uh, he responds to our questions. He uh, removes a lot of the stress that often comes along with selling your place. Um, and just was able to answer any questions and bring a lot of data and really good research into the decisions. Then, oh, by the way, he saved us a lot of money. <laughs> you know, we, we feel that it was uh, on our condo. We're selling a condo that uh, he probably, you know, with, with his price structure, that he probably saved us about $7,000 on commissions. Boy, that is music to my ears, a $7,000 saving in commissions. And when we come back, John Carlson of 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com, is going to talk about the commission structure and how it's better to have uh, some of that savings in your genes. Uh, Joined by John Carlson of 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com is his website or direct line number 604-612-008. I want to thank Lynn for joining us in the first segment. Uh, Lynn, John, uh, you helped Lynn and husband Craig uh, buy a bigger place out in Abbey. You sold their Langley condo. Uh, A couple of things jumped out at me when we spoke with her in the first segment, uh, not the least of which was uh, the savings and commission of almost $7,000. How do we accomplish that? Well, uh, I think what she's comparing uh, my commission structure to is um, to the other agents that she spoke to. There are no set commission structures, but um, most agents and most brokerages will um, charge a commission of seven percent on the first hundred thousand of, of the sale price and two and a half percent of the balance. You know, so when you look at my straight commission of two percent across the board in a lot of these segments, compared to the more traditional uh, business model, you know, people are saving significant money and. You know, I just want to thank, first of all, thank Lynn and Craig. Um, hearing these testimonials, I hear them for the first time as they're played, you know, on, on the radio. So um, hearing them is, is one of my favorite things uh, to do this show. And, you know, another thing that's wonderful about my business is I get to meet a lot of really great people. And you get, you know, into their lives uh, to some degree and you, you form a partnership with them and you're working together as a team. And, you know, you I get to like a lot of my, most of my clients very, very much. And so working with uh, Lynn and Craig was a pleasure, 100% all the way. And just to hear such a nice testimonial um, just makes me feel good. And I, you know, I'm, I'm very glad. So I want to say thank you, Lynn. And the fact that, you know, she figures she saved $7,000, uh, you know, that's real money. That's after tax money. Um, and I would always suggest to people, you know, if you're, if you're looking to hire a realtor, don't necessarily hire based on commission alone, because 
you know, that can be a bit of a dangerous situation. But if you can find an agent who will give you a reasonable fee and provide good service, I think that's a great place to start. And I'm glad that uh, she saved some money compared to the other people she talked to. I was very lucky to be involved with them. They had a beautiful spot. And, uh, you know, the condo sold itself, so to speak. I mean, we positioned it properly. and We want to maximize things. You don't want to give anything away, but you don't want to over, you know, uh, overpriced to the point where you can't sell. So uh, Craig and Lynn, uh, we, we discussed things together. We came up with a plan that I think was the right plan, and it, it proved out to, to work well. And the main thing is they're happy, um, and I would love to repeat this process with any other listeners out there who might be considering selling in the near future. I want you to know that I am busy and I am working, but I'm not too busy to take your call, uh, and I am you know, ready to work for you if, if, if this is a process that you'd like to be a part of as well. John Carlson, 2% Realty, joining us on this edition of Vancouver Consumer at CKNW. John's direct number, 604-612-0080, johnnysmartpoint.com is John Carlson's website. A couple of other things jumped out at me from Lynn and Craig's experience uh, dealing with you, uh, John. First of all, you sold the home in under the... I guess the normal range of days that listings stay on the market, uh, this particular condo sold in two and a half weeks. That's that's a pretty quick turnaround from listing uh, listing to a sale. But one of the things that she pointed out, and I think this is just so critical, anytime you enlist the services of a of a realtor, is uh, making sure he or she is prepared. And she talked about your preparation. What did you do to prepare? Uh, this couple and this home for sale? Well, that's a good question. Um, You know, nothing out of the ordinary, quite frankly. Um, You know, when I set up an appointment with Lynn, I think she mentioned it was kind of during the COVID period of time. So we had discussions about how that would take place. And, you know, I I showed up in a mask and we we kept our distance from each other. And uh, so it was a little awkward in that way. and, And I've gotten a little more used to that. But uh, you know, I, I asked them some questions about the property. I came with information about recent sales. Um, one thing that's important to do when you do an evaluation for people is identify the, you know, the, the pool of buyers that you're competing for and then also identify your competition and how they're doing at the moment. So, you know, I came with that kind of information. I knew what had sold recently. I knew which places had maybe had multiple offers or which one had sold quickly. Uh, we knew which ones were languishing, and then we compare ourselves and put ourselves, you know, mentally put ourselves in the in the shoes of the buyer, and say, hey, you know, we don't have to sell this property to everybody. We only need one buyer. Who is the buyer for our place? And in their particular case, they had a, a fantastic ground level condo, and it had a patio that faced the playground. And we, you know, surmised that there were probably young people out there maybe with kids who would like the easy access where you don't have to go through the hallways and you've got the kids playing out front and again that might not be a scenario for everybody but that was kind of our our hook we thought that was our wild card factor and we priced accordingly and and uh, you know i'm glad everything worked out well the other thing is that you move them up the property ladder and that i think um says a lot about where our mortgage rates are, that people are not afraid to take a bigger leap. Possibly they want a little different floor plan or slightly larger uh, square footage, and so you help them with that with a larger townhome in Abbotsford. That's right, and sometimes it's just the coordinating. You know, it really comes down to when people are buying and selling and coordinating those two, they don't want to be homeless for any period of time. They want a smooth transition from their current home to their next home, Uh, and it comes really down to the money and the timing. So, um, you know, we, we took the, the, the 
strategy that we would likely have to get an offer on their condo before we were able to really be serious in terms of writing an offer on a purchase. So we, we accomplished that step. And uh, we made sure there was plenty of time between that accepted offer and the completion date to have us go out and look. In the meanwhile, we were definitely looking out there to see what was on the market. And we got a, a feeling that we were comfortable that, hey, you know, given enough time, we will be able to find a townhouse that suits us. And then, uh, and then it just simply becomes, you know, a, a matter of being on the ball, daily basis, new listings that come out, you know, alerting one another back and forth and being in a position to go out quickly and see the new listings. When the one that they ended up buying did hit the market, I think we knew the minute that it hit MLS that this was going to be a serious contender uh, because of the development it was in. And uh, uh, we were on the ball right away, and we got our offer accepted before anybody else could get in. Abbotsford's not that far from Langley. What was their position that they wanted to move out a little further uh, east? Was it uh, family reasons, or can you divulge that? No, I don't, I don't talk about motivations and that sort of thing, but I don't think Craig and Lynn will mind me saying that, you know, the condo was, was nice, but in terms of having a little bit of space and maybe workshop and lifestyle, they thought a little bit more space would work for them, and we were able to accomplish that. And it, it was just great working with them the whole time. It was wonderful. Good. Uh, we hope to have uh, other clients of John's on in uh, future weeks and other appearances from John Carlson of 2% Realty on Vancouver Consumer here at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. How do you reach John? John, 604-612-0080, johnnysmartpoint.com is John's uh, website. Uh, John, one of the things, I, and I don't know if this was written in in the contract with uh, Lynn and Craig, but if I was looking to buy a new place and I owned a home, uh, how... Uh, how do we put it in the contract that, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll buy this new place that I'm looking at, but it's contingent on the sale of mine. What's, what type of time deadlines can you put in a contract like that? Wow, what a great question. And, you know, it's interesting. I've just worked with two separate clients, uh, and I've got a third one on that I'm doing now. Very, that, that was exactly the situation. I got a call from people uh, a while ago. John, we found a place on the island. We want to buy it. We haven't sold our place yet. We will not sell unless we buy, successfully buy the place on the island. But we can't buy the place on the island until we sell our place. How do we go forward? So uh, what they ended up doing was writing an offer subject to the sale of their place here in Port Moody. But um, I was working with the agent on the island. In fact, I recommended this agent to them. And together, we came up with the strategy where we would write an offer on the Vancouver Island property, there would be a condition in that offer that said subject to the sellers confirming their sale here. And then when we got the offer here, we also had a contingency on their sale here that said this offer is accepted subject to us successfully purchasing the other one. So once we took both sides and had inspections and all these things done and financing approval, we were able to take the two deals that are contingent upon one another, simultaneously remove the two conditions, one from each contract based on the other one succeeding. And voila, we had uh, a deal where they were not homeless, they moved successfully from one property to another. So that's one way of handling it. And like I said earlier, it usually comes down to money and dates and coordinating that transaction and that, that, uh, that, you know, that step from one to another. Uh, and you definitely, you know, you want to be careful that you don't get stuck. There are more details. I mean, with a subject to sale offer, oftentimes a buyer will be uh, vulnerable to being what we call bumped. You know, you put an offer subject to sale, and a seller will say, okay, fine, but if I get another offer that's more solid, I'm going to give you 24 hours notice, and if you don't complete, you're gone. So we had to you know, uh, put in the contracts that 
once we got an offer on their other place, that that vulnerability would be removed for a period of time. So again, it comes down to experience and knowing how to keep people safe um, and uh, achieve their goals. That's why they hire uh, a good agent is to make sure things go smoothly. They maximize the sale price, but also that they protect. They're protected uh, throughout the process so they don't end up homeless or owning two properties or something like that. Well, there has to be some protections for the seller as well. You can't leave that property in limbo um, indefinitely while the potential buyer uh, sells their current home. I mean, it can't go on indefinitely. There's got to be some kind of a drop-dead date. That's right. And sometimes people have financing and they can buy independently of selling, but most of the time that's not the case. Uh, and even when it is the case, people don't want to necessarily take that risk. So, uh, again, I think um, having an experienced agent who's been through there, you know, kind of been there, done that, um, is able to suggest ways of achieving the goal from moving from A to B in a safe way that uh, maximizes uh, you know, them financially uh, and protects them at the same time. So, again, it's not rocket science, but it is uh, a bit of a learned uh, skill and um, you know, good agents usually have quite a few tools in the toolbox to help that happen. John Carlson, 2% Realty, joining us on this edition of Vancouver Consumer at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. JohnnySmartPoint.com. JohnnySmartPoint.com. John's direct number, 604-612-0080. Uh, let's uh, talk about one other little subject uh, on the sale of a home uh, pending the purchase of an, a new one. If I'm uh, the person who's waiting for you to uh, sign off and buy my home, and I put a subject in there that, um, well, by the way, somebody else came along in the interim and offered more money, am I able to take that offer? As a seller, if you have an offer in place, and the conditions on the contract are all for the benefit of the buyer, meaning it's up to the buyer to remove them or not, for that duration of time that those conditions are in place, the only thing you can do as a seller is take a backup offer. Um, But again, these are details that I generally will talk to uh, clients individually about and will come up with a strategy. But that's one of the reasons when an offer comes in, you want to make sure you're satisfied with whatever you sign because oftentimes once you accept an offer from a buyer, it's out of your hand for the next out of your hands for the next seven, 10 days while they get financing and inspections and those sorts of things done. So you want to make sure you're happy with those terms. And I, I typically say to sellers, you know, when they're, we're doing a counteroffer, now, just before we send this counteroffer, if it's accepted, you're happy, correct? And, and if they say yes, then we, then we go forward. So, um, you know, another good question, but uh, it's something that, yeah, that we talk about on a case-by-case basis and we make sure that we're achieving the goals for, for the people. In the 30 or so seconds we've got left, uh, John, uh, tell us how you're able to charge lesser of a commission and still get the marketing and sales job done. Oh, good question. Uh, You know, uh, again, there are all different uh, commission structures, but uh, my philosophy, and that's what the smart point is, I uh, do a lot of volume. I don't need to charge more than I charge right now, and I do a very good business, and I pass that savings on to my sellers. And my philosophy is people will work for someone like, allow me to work for them if I charge a reasonable rate, but also they want top-notch service. They want the experience to get the job done. And uh, that's what I combine, and that's really, uh, in my opinion, the smart point. So it worked for Craig and Lynn, and it'll work for you if you give me a call as well. You can call John directly, 604-612-0080, 612-0080. Log on to his website as well, johnnysmartpoint.com, johnnysmartpoint.com. John Carlson of 2% Realty. You are listening to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, back in a moment. 
Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Time now for Ask Andrew, starring the lovely and talented Andrew Ferreira, executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. I was thinking on the way into the station today, Andrew, the last time I went to a drive-in theater, and you, I don't think, were even born, uh, when Jaws came out. I didn't actually go in. I peeked at the movie through the fence. I think that was 1976. That was the last time I'd been to a drive-in movie, and they're coming back. They are coming back, and you're right. I wasn't born then. Uh, I, I'm not that old. Um, but if you're on the North Shore, and you know this isn't exactly a North Shore-only thing. We've seen uh, drive-in movie theaters pop up all around everywhere, really, recently. Uh, but more locally, uh, coming up next week, uh, July the 31st and August 1st, uh, Fresh Air Cinema, uh, Fortis, BC, and the city of North Van, not the district, are combining to bring an outdoor movie event, and this is going to come to the Haywood Gravel Field. Uh, they're going to be showing uh, Captain Marvel and Back to the Future, Back to the Future, uh, and all the proceeds going from this uh, are going to charity. Uh, showing up is totally free, free tickets, uh, but there is a suggested donation of 30 bucks. And again, all of that goes to charity. Uh, if you want to uh, purchase tickets for this, there is a, a Facebook page, actually, uh, that you'll go through to, to purchase the tickets. Uh, I think this is a great idea. And with you know, the kind of limitations being placed on where we can, you know, really uh, safely and, uh, I guess, even to our own comfortability, uh, be uh, outdoor movie screenings, outdoor movie theaters, like the kind of stuff that we see like every now and then during the summer, like you'll get like the one or two movies in Stanley Park and like the one or two movies near Canada Place and the one or two movies uh, at the Art Gallery Plaza. Uh, those are always around, but we're starting to see more and more of these crop up as people are kind of shunning, you know, uh, enclosed spaces with hundreds of people in them, uh, rightfully so. So I think it's a, it's, it's a great thing to see a resurgence of. Um, the, one of the charities that uh, the North Shore, the North Vancouver one is uh, supporting is the Harvest Project. Uh, and they do stuff like one-on-one uh, uh, -on -one client care, uh, life coaching, emergency drop-in visits, uh, grocery and clothing support programs, which are really important right now more than ever. Uh, so it's a great it's a great uh, a cause if you want to go out there and enjoy a uh, you know a movie with the family or maybe you want to be like uh, young Manny and and peer through the fence at the movie. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, you got to do what you got to do to get by. Uh, yeah. Again, tickets are free and the suggested donation is thirty dollars. Well, unlike nineteen seventy six, I actually own a car now, so I could Ooh. take the car to a drive. But one question with pop in or pop up rather um, drive in movie theaters: How do you get the sound into the car? I don't know. I guess it's just like they do in the um, with the with the uh, with the movies. I know the, I'm familiar with the ones on the Art Gallery Plaza in downtown Vancouver. It's just big speakers. Big speakers, yeah. It's just okay. big speakers with subtitles. Yeah, right. Well, you know, nobody's asked me from the big malls uh, for any marketing advice, but I I fail to understand with these malls suffering, uh, why don't they utilize some of their parking lots for a Saturday night? Uh, pop-up drive-in theory. You've got a parking lot all ready to go for mass number of cars. Set up a couple of screens and get the rights to show a movie and uh, make use of your parking lot on weekends. But again, no one from any of the big malls has asked me for any marketing suggestions. I just thought I'd throw that out. As always, Andrew Ferrer, on top of uh, what's coming up in terms of pop-ins and pop-ups, a pop-in uh, series of uh, drive-in theaters on the North Shore. Check it out. You are listening to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Back in a moment.
The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.